Hi, I'm James, and I've loved Seinfeld since the 90s. Hello, I'm Steve. I gave Seinfeld a miss the first time round, but it could be really very nice and good. And together we're watching every episode, recording our own commentary track, in the show that we like to call... Hello, Newman. Not doing anything topical. Not doing anything topical. It would only date topical. us. It would date us, and we we don't want to be dated while we're talking about a 90s sitcom. No, of course not. Do you remember the 90s, Steve? I do. Yeah. yeah. I was quite young. I was younger. I No, young. I was young. Yeah. Yeah. You can say it. Young. Mm. I can. Yeah, there we go. I can say it, and I can say it well. I can also say, Steve, I can also say, uh, hello, uh, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, I'm going to check Steve just to make sure I'm absolutely correct. Fair enough. Let me see if my suspicions are correct. Yes, it is. Episode 66. Yes, it is. Episode 67. It is. I like the way that you did that, Steve. I like the way that you silently, um, looked like you were, uh, pooing, uh, <laughs> and shook your head vigorously, stuck your fingers up at me. Draw a picture of uh, me lying on the floor with a turtle doing a, a crap in my face. Mm. Um, and I have to say, I deserve it. Welcome this, uh, to episode 67. <laughs> I, th- I don't think I've nailed an opening to this more than I've nailed this one. Uh, I think you go from strength to strength, actually. I think so, too. I yeah. think, I think, um, I think it was, I, I got all of the uh, technical parts of my jump correct, and I absolutely spotted that landing, didn't I? It was it was um, beautiful. Yeah, I'm the uh, uh, Lewis What's His Feller of uh, podcasting. Uh, Tully. Yeah. Is he in Game of Thrones, is he? Hmm? Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, as we said right at the top, uh, we're going to watch an episode of Seinfeld today. Uh, it's from season five. It's episode four. It's the Sniffing Accountant. Mm. Uh, before we watch it, though, I would like to say to you a very sincere thank you for downloading and listening to this show. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'd also appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Sausages. Send us some sausages. <laughs> I don't like sausages, Steve. I'm creating my own sibilance. Um, <laughs> it's we, one for the audio files. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is this an episode of the audio files? No. Now, what I'm doing now is I uh, re-talking REM U2, which is a different podcast, isn't it? Uh, I'd like to say thank you for downloading and listening to the show if you're still listening uh, and uh, please do feel to rate and oh, fucking hell Steve I, I, I really let an F fly then as well you did, didn't yes. I unbelievable listener I can only apologise for this cataclysmic event that's happened right <laughs> at the top of the show I might have let a fluff bomb go that's it mark this one in your diaries absolutely I knew I put that E on there for a reason back to the 90s again um Please do feel free to rate and review us in the podcatcher of your choice, wherever you can do rating and reviewing of podcasts. Maybe write it inside the dust jacket of a book at your local library. That's a good idea. Yes. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Make a book about Jerry Seinfeld, it'd make a lot of sense, actually. Yes, it would. Okay, shall we get on and watch The Sniffing Accountant? I Epis- think we should. Episode 67, Steve. Mm-hmm. Episode- Hello, Newman. <laughs> oh, Another that, that, Seinfeld podcast. That's the name. Of, that's the name of the show. Don't don't 
We're in. Okay, uh, 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 we're watching on Google. No fuck. <laughs> uh, we're watching on a Google Chrome browser. Amazon <laughs> Prime here in the UK. Oh, it's going to be a cracker. Do do stay tuned. <laughs> not tuned. Do not listen to a better podcast. <laughs> if so, okay, so Amazon Prime here in the UK, other ways of watching Seinfeld are available. Shall we just watch the Sniffing Accountant, Steve? That's what we're here for. I'm pressing play now. <laughs> I'm okay. Good. So, interesting, interesting take on uh, government. Do you think uh, Jerry is uh, demonstrating any libertarian <laughs> tendencies here? Yeah, ever so slightly. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's funny how rich comedians are often very against uh, high taxation. It is curious. Yeah. I'm just curious. What's theirs is their, theirs and what's mine's their own. It's right, isn't it? That's about right. Yeah. I mean, after that opening, though, should I really be mucking about pretending I'm getting stuff wrong? <laughs> or should we just take it for granted? I am getting stuff wrong. Oh, here's a very weird shot of monks. Yes. And uh, there's uh, Elaine and George with a Yeti. That's right, yes. Um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld basically covered his uh, shirt in double-sided sticky tape and rolled mm. around on the floor for a bit. He did, after having uh, Forval, the dog. <laughs> yeah. Thoughtful. Forval. Farfell. Farfell, yeah. Yeah. That dog. Oh. Bit of clothes rubbing. You shouldn't you shouldn't rub someone's clothes in an unsolicited manner, I think. I'm just gonna come straight out with an opinion right at the beginning yeah, of the That's episode. really invading someone's personal space. It is. It? I concur. Yeah. And actually I think um a, a guy doing it to a lady, it could be seen as an act of aggression. Hmm. He found that sweater in the back in the back of his yeah. closet, which is where it should have stayed. It's a horrible jumper. Oh, they've seen Barry. Hey, look, it's Barry. Barry with the bold on top, long everywhere else style. Yeah. Yeah. That's a holdover from the 80s, That's isn't a look. it? Now, if you look, if you, you don't even have to look that closely at my hair. I could totally grow that, Steve. Oh, he's sniffy. Yeah. Very confident. Sniffy. No cold. No, no. no cold. Wearing flash stuff. Very mm. confident. Sniffy. Oh, he needs the bathroom, Steve. That's where they do it, isn't it? Uh, what, blow their nose? No, pooers. Oh. Pooers in the sewers. There's no way to treat a canal. That's true. Elementary, my dear Watson. Ele- 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 elementary, my... Al Jazeera. <laughs> So um, this this episode, yeah, is uh, based on one of a couple of true stories. Ooh, a couple of true stories now. So um, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, the actual Jerry Seinfeld, rather than the larger than life fictionalized version we get here, had a real accountant in real life who stole from him. Oh, so George has to buy his own ketchup in his parents' home. So he can have an adult amount of tomato ketchup. You know what? 
Mm. Good on him. I yeah. would too. Here, here. I got told... Uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm more of a barbecue sauce guy. Sure. But, yeah. You like, you the pr- same applies. You prefer a sort of tangy... A tangy sort of uh, sauce to yeah, you. With a, with a, with a, uh, mm. a, a touch of smoke to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. HP not good enough for you then. Sorry, I got distracted by Frank. That'll to... probably happen yeah. a lot. Sorry, I got distracted by the show that apparently we're watching. <laughs> bras, Steve, bras. Yes. Now, yeah. That's it. Get get your mother's bra to look That's at. That's the weirdest thing. Larry David, while between jobs. Oh, no. Served as a bra salesman, Steve. Larry David was a bra salesman. Wow. Apparently during the production of this uh, episode, he had his production assistants phone up bra companies to get descriptions of bras so he could write realistic dialogue. Good move. So hopefully they get to find out the parts of a bra momentarily. I guess he had to get his production assistants to do it because um, he he was so well known within the bra sales um, network that they would have clocked onto him straight away. He would have, and he might have, if he'd been too um, enthusiastic about the bras, he might have gone on about how, oh God, this is a long walk for a very short glass of water, Steve. I hope this works. They're uh, pretty, 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 pretty bras, pretty, pretty bras. Those bras are pretty, he would have said. <laughs> all, all the cup sizes. Yeah, well, I, I believe there's cup sizes above the D. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, but of course it's the uh, there's the D point two. A D, absolutely. Yeah, we all remember that in sort of 2002. I think that was wasn't introduced. It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's when boobs started getting bigger in Abs- 2002. Absolutely, uh, and it's down to the type of fat in McDonald's the chips. There we go. What about the loops? Loops in the back, there's cups in the front, and there's loops in the back, Steve. You got ketchup on it. Yeah, should have done that in the first place. Just gone. Right, thanks for dinner, I'm off. Yeah. Oh, that's a great scene. I know I talked absolute baloney over it, but my, I love that scene. Yeah, it was good. Everything Frank's in is just gold. Kramer's incredulous. Now, I'm reliably informed. Yes. Claps for Kramer end this episode. Really? Yeah. I think there I, might be the one I, or two to come. I may challenge that later. Yeah. But according to my source, Steve, which is, can I can I quote, oh, there's no point going to Apple Corner. We've got no insight, have we, Steve? Actually, we do. Oh, welcome to Apple Corner. Okay. But, uh, but actually, it's so detailed, it might be better to save it until the uh, end. Very bad etiquette for the uh, guest to talk <laughs> while they're being introduced, Steve. <laughs> Sorry. So, it's, uh, it, it's, yeah. I talk over probably two scenes just giving you the answer, and that wouldn't be fair to the episode. Okay, so uh, that was a very short episode of Apple Corner, teasing a future episode of Apple Corner. So uh, Elaine is in her apartment, apparently. Yeah, her own apartment. Yeah, with her lovely boyfriend. See, now, you know, he's a lot more handsome than the last one. Yes. Yeah, that sort of, like, podgy Kramer type that she was going out with. He's, um, got, uh, he's got a heck of a bum chin. 
It's got a heck of a bum. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it funny? According to a youth I saw uh, this week, those jeans are kind of trendy again. Really? Well, certainly Stonewash. Stonewash apparently is back. Does it ever really go away? <laughs> Unfortunately not. That is a hell of a bum chin, isn't it? it you could is. park a bike in that cleft, couldn't you? Yeah, he might not like it, but uh, could come in handy. That's true, yeah, if he needs to pull out of his face. <laughs> Right, I'm back. So everything, everything's uh, going very swimmingly yeah. uh, in their relationship. Yeah. He's kind of perfect. Yeah. He is the exemplar of the uh, 90s, the quintessential exemplar of the 90s uh, new man. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. He probably asks he would take her. He would take a lot of stress out of Elaine's life. Absolutely. I bet he cuddles and asks her how it was for her after sexual intercourse. Uh, no doubt. Because... Mm. Um, I, I mean, I needed a uh, an episode of Top of the Class, Top of the Class, to tell me that. You remember mm. the with George Carlin was in it, wasn't he? Was he? And then wasn't it Billy Connolly afterwards? You've lost me. Okay. Should should he should he have acted more excited, or is he just was he acting the appropriate amount of excited about the fact that Elaine's friends having a baby, even though he's not met this friend? If you haven't met them and mm. it's the first time you've heard anything about them, and they're mm. having a baby. You go, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, like so that's unusual, isn't it? Elaine's overreacting and has ruined the relationship. <laughs> yeah, I escalated love... well, didn't it? Straight I... into the ice cream. Yeah, absolutely, I love that, and she's going for it as well. Brilliant. So, um, you remember I spoke about the new bike, Steve? Oh, yes. What's that? The old bike's back. Oh, applause, by the way. Yes. No, yeah. this, this show's meant to be the last show. But I think it happens in the next show that we're going to talk about yeah, next week. I, I think it does too. Mm. But it's interesting, like, they'll have a scene with him where it's impossible to do mm. an applause. Mm. And then the audience still feel like they need to, yeah. they need to get it in. Yeah. Even though it's not the first appearance. Why has he changed back to his old bike? Do you think he was dissatisfied with his new bike and had to go back to the green Klein? Let's say yes. Okay. So so uh, his accountant's gone to South America. South America on, on, on business. That plot deepens. I mean, this is the 1990s. It's the, you know, this is the, what, the Medellin. No, it, no, it would have been the Cali cartel by then wouldn't it you know lots of uh cocaine oh yes being flown illicitly around the americas either supported or oh. um hello newman or opposed by the oh. american government yeah, yeah the gossip's getting around yeah but the yeah, newman's involved and Yet again, he, he pops up like the shopkeeper. <laughs> yeah. But that's real, isn't it? Very real. That's how stuff happens. People just turn up. Not I mean, not my house, but people just turn up. He's it's totally by appointment here, Steve. <laughs> it certainly is. Weeks in advance. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, do not pop in. <laughs> <laughs> we were just passing, then keep passing. Some Arch Newman. Ah. <laughs> Did you know that the actor Wayne Knight was a undercover detective for five years? Wow, no. Between acting assignments. 
Well, really, I need to give credit this episode to uh, our, our friend, old, our old friend Dennis Bjorklund, uh and his book uh, Seinfeld Secrets and Insider Scoop about the show. I mean, even the title's clumsy, isn't it? <laughs> A little. An insider scoop about the show. I love this scene. I shouldn't talk all over it. <laughs> Newman, yeah, said, they could form a team. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd watch. Th- See, I'd watch that show, Kramer and Newman, PI. Yeah. But, but it, uh, but it'd be with an E, P-I-E, P-I-E, Pew, Keep Barney McGrew. Yep. Nice shades. Goes well with a sweater. Really does, yeah. doesn't it? He pro- he's proper beatnik, isn't he? It's yeah, he, he formed a look. He's got a beautiful uh, body to hang clothes on, though, isn't he? Well, ask Calvin Klein. Absolutely. He's very much like a, uh, a bicycle machine in my house. There's Baldy Long. <laughs> Baldy Long is uh, his new name. Mm. It's, uh, it's uh, our favourite bar set. Absolutely, and Arthur Miller down the end there, uh, Kramer standing, and famous uh, man of letters. <laughs> now, a moment for the ages. I I put that on a par with the uh, uh, the, the Del Boy, the Del Boy moment. It's pretty good. Pretty pretty. There's, there's, there's a better moment coming though. Oh yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here's the feeling good all the time. Man. That's something. That really is something. <laughs> shall we Shall we describe what he did if, not, if someone's not, not watching? I, th- I think we should, yes. It's amazing to watch. He he uh, downs a... Well, it's not a pint of lager beer, is it? It's a, a, a large cup of lager beer. Whilst having a cigarette in his mouth... Uh, and smoking it. And that was the second take. Because apparently on the first take, he blew it by burping very loudly. Oh. I, uh, that, he, his, uh, here's to feeling good all the time. It's a line I've used many, many times on my, <laughs> when I've been out. Here's to feeling good all the time. Like, you know, when I do things that make me feel good, like um, join a Cub Scout group or go orienteering or um, yeah, yeah. Um, give flowers to OAPs. Yeah. Alphabetizing your stamps, that sort of thing. Yeah, but well, the problem is they're all in the S section. Oh yeah. Mm. So um, that little bit of business that Michael Richards did with the uh, smoke drinking, yeah, was that something that he just did? Oh, he brought that on to the, the night. Yeah, of course, of course, that was all Michael Richards. And remember, it's okay to really like this Michael Richards because it's pre-stand-up. Yes. Do you use dental tape or floss? Um, now, that's an interesting question. Thank you. Um, I use uh, flossets, individual flossets. Okay. And that has floss, not dental tape, in them. They sound like uh, they sound like uh, floss dancers. That's right, we yes. We are the flossets. Uh, they briefly worked with Russ Abbott. <laughs> oh, that's right. Bella Renberg was one yeah. of them, wasn't she? Yeah. that's so good perfect shot Kramer smashes down the toilet door to oh this is lovely 
the bra interview in um, in a redressed version of Elaine's office. Yeah. There's that that guy loves his product, doesn't he? He really has got examples of his product everywhere. And what you'll see there, Steve, is there's uh, two cups in the front, two loops around the back. Yeah. Yeah. He really sells it, though, doesn't he? He does, quite mm. sincerely. Mm. Got any opinions about bras you'd like to share during this scene? I think I was probably equally as enthralled yeah. when looking through the Freeman's catalogue. I think they're a really handy place to keep your breasts if you want somewhere to put them. Um, and if you don't want to put them in one, then that's fine. That's fair enough. Yeah. A useful um, useful invention to store yeah. um, boobs. Just know, though, in my cold, utilitarian, leftist world, they'd all be beige and very practical. Not red? No, beige. Mm. Or, no, they'd be many colours but all of them would be flesh tone. And you obviously would have to buy the appropriate bar for your, or bra. Yeah. Bars are what sheep wear. <laughs> he nailed it. That was, that was amazing. Yeah, he nailed his job interview. What could possibly go wrong? Well, he could stand next to Krista Miller. Krista Miller that's been in everything, everything. ever. Um, <clears throat> She was on the first issue of Maxim magazine on the cover. And she was in Scrubs that was created coincidentally by the man that she's married to. Well, how about that? Yeah, Rusty Miller. And apparently she holds a position of power in that organisation because she's just made sure George hasn't got a job for his rubbing. That's right. He'll never work in the bra business again. He won't. Oh, so Elaine's uh, exclamation mark revenge is pulled up <laughs> uh, by her uh, boss. Because Jake Jarmel, obviously her boyfriend, who she's now alienated, was a, uh, is, as far as the Seinfeld universe is concerned, a writer. Yeah. Of books. As opposed to pamphlets. Well, that was very popular in the 17th century, wasn't mm. it? I mean, one could be quite notable and be a pamphlet writer. God, you could really coast back then, couldn't you? That's right, yes. Yeah. A couple of sheets of paper. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't stay. I'm, I'm working on a pamphlet at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm a paragraph in. I don't think it's a spoiler to say. Yes. That this isn't the last we will hear of either of these people's preoccupation with exclamation marks. Oh, that will be interesting. I do quite like how that scene plays out, though. Yeah. Elaine hasn't acted revenge. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's never directly addressed, but you can kind of read it in the scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I like the fact that we're now onto another scene, not including Elaine, where they're writing a demand letter and exclamation marks are still a continuing theme. I, I, it's a, I was going to call it cute, but that's really patronising. <coughs> so they've so written the Polaroid. Yep, written a letter to the accountant and stuffed in the uh, Polaroid Kramer took him on the hey toilet. 
sniffing pizza delivery person. Fresh back from Vietnam, by the looks of things. On that, on the cat, the 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 dog tags he's wearing. Hmm. Yeah, there oh, we go. It's mohair. It's mohair, Steve. So maybe it's the uh, the sweater. What so, what what is a mo? I've I've got. A, oh, here we go. There's a shadow of the boom mic just on the uh, on the lamp in the background. Good floating spot. Around. Good eyes. It's creepy. How do you know it wasn't the ghost from Look Who's Talking? <laughs> well, now I'm not so sure. All the uh, ghost that hides behind the curtains in Three Men and a Little Baby. Mm-hmm. All your ghosts am hidden by my curtains. Hey, are there's a lady that's in everything? Yeah. Greta Mintz, I believe her name is. Oh, he's dropped the letter. Oh. Barry Prophet. He, he's reading the Glamour magazine again. Will he never learn? Probably not. Oh, I, insanity. It's got as far as yeah, insanity. Absolutely. Oh, you can taste the claustrophobia of that house, can't you? Absolutely. Absolutely taste it. Nice looking shake. Oh. Was Brenda Flunt? Oh, was she in the scene? No, I I don't think that was Brenda Flunt. Oh, no. He's gone bankrupt, Steve. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Mm. So, um, after, um... Oh, oh no! Oh, so losing the letter meant that Jerry lost all of his money. He's gonna have to carry oh, on. Oh, and here comes Newman. Yeah. So 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 happy. Yeah. It's a nice jacket. I do like his oh, jacket. Oh, he wants bear claws. Yeah, it's a real classic. Hmm. Oh, so How can you go wrong with uh, three halves? What a curious little capper. Yeah. I'm not I'm not necessarily knocking it, but it's like I, I, I kinda love alright, okay, he's doing his stand up and I apologise for talking over it. Is there anything you wish to point out about his stand up before I go on a tear about that the way the uh, episode ends there? Uh I don't think the stand up's very good in this episode, actually. No. Um at least, at least in this sec- kind of the the, the closing stand-up, mm. it kind of does relate to the story and just sure. closes that off. Mm. So that's kind of all right. I, I I really like the way that the episode just goes, yeah, done now. Yep. He's on his way to talk to Newman. There's another scene about to happen yeah. with Newman. But it just ends. She, inter- she intervenes yeah. and the episode goes, oh, no, I'm done now. Yeah, it yeah, ends on fine. it ends on what yeah. what was yeah. you know a, 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 a yeah. small detail. Yeah, I love that. I kind of love that. Um, Steve, hello. That was season five, episode four, the sniffing accountant. Mm. Uh, would you be so kind as to give me and the listener your thoughts on that? My thoughts on the sniffing accountant and the mm. episode on which it was uh, uh, it was based. Um, 
I think this flowed very well, actually. I th- I thought this was a a a a, a uh, very well put together episode, the best I've seen of this season so far. I think the art of balancing out uh, the time that each character gets is improving. Everyone's got something to do in this. Even even Newman gets a bit of activity, so that's pretty cool. Um. We we mentioned it earlier with um, Elaine's pettiness hmm. <clears throat> over exclamation marks. Um, how how everything? I mean, it's, it's almost George like how uh, everything's going swimmingly with this guy, and then the tiniest of details is enough to escalate it into an implosion. But then how she <laughs> how she enacts her her vengeance by um, you know absolutely goofing around with his manuscript it's really nice detail very smart move um so i enjoyed that a lot um oh god jerry stiller (laughs) cooking on gas in this episode especially that toothpick yeah just a little business with the toothpick Mm. the kind of thing that would happen at a family table just just the air of not of uh, obnoxiousness to it as well um just everything, everything about uh, that that dinner table scene and Frank and the bras and everything and um, trying trying to trying to coach his his son into getting a job um, in his own particular way. The, the 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 dynamic of that Costanza family came across very very well in this episode, I thought, and I can I can see how there is a very rich mine there. For material it's a it's a good place to put george it's it's a good thing to do with george george is up up until this point he's largely been attached by the hip to jerry unless there's something going on with a woman mm-hmm. we've had the thing with a pilot so that kept george busy you know now now he's definitely out of work he's had to move back to his parents it gives a lot more avenues, a lot more opportunity for things to do with him. Can I ask you a question about George? You may. Is he a more sympathetic character now? Absolutely he is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely he more is. More so than Jerry? Um, uh, that's a really interesting question, actually. I've not really thought about that in terms of Jerry. I don't think Jerry's a very sympathetic character at all. No. But compared to George, I think previously, Jerry's kind of seemed... Well, you know, at least he's kind of functional. He's all right, and he. But yeah. now he just seems like well, he's got his his parents are kind of nice in comparison to in George's. Comparison, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, in that respect, George is certainly more sympathetic a character than Jerry. Um, yeah, I mean, George has got it a lot harder, and, but in turn, it also one of the things that it does with George is that it does, you know, it softens him a little bit in the respect of now you kind of know where a lot of his quirks have come from. Yeah. It still doesn't mean he should necessarily indulge them. And it still means that he can be a bit, um, unsympathetic in turn based on his own hangups, I think. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, it's obviously a bit, it kind of gives it that sympathy. It helps you understand where he's coming from a little bit more. But he still makes terrible decisions, and that's just the way George is. Um, setting up a sting on, on Barry. Mm-hmm. That's quite a crazy plan. And uh, It's potty. Yeah, it's nuts. 
It's nuts. But it comes from the it comes from the right people. Either Kramer or Kramer and Newman together as a unit. That's exactly where that stuff should come from. And Jerry's more than happy to to go along with it because he's, you know, he, he's motivated. He needs to find out what's going on. He doesn't trust his accountant. So, of course, he'd go along with it. It doesn't sound so ridiculous to him. So I like that as well. And um, I, 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 I probably expect in the future some, you know, not every week, but there'll be some more nonsense coming from Kramer and, and, and Newman, I think, along that vein. So. Who knows? Who knows indeed. Um George's if if George was to have a plan like that, it would it would not come from suspicion, but it would come from desperation. Like he had no other choice. I think um, I think George and Lane are both too highly strung to sit in a car for a prolonged period of time. Oh, they go they'd go nuts if they were doing that. But yeah. I mean if they were going to Elaine do... would end up in the bar. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jerry wouldn't do it off his own back. Mm-hmm. He'd kind of have to be cajoled or encouraged into doing it. George would do it from desperation. Elaine would only ever do anything like that just to prove herself right. Yes. Um, so th- th- that wackier aspect that's perfect where it comes to it. Kramer knows everyone and everything anyway. Yes. And, you know, Newman strikes me as a bit of a conspiracy theorist. So, um, yeah, it's going to come from that, mm. from that angle. I... Uh, I, yeah, I, I, like I said, I think that was a very well put together episode. It was lots of fun. The silly stuff happened in exactly the right way. The way you know, I, I think the way it works in the show the best. So, uh, good job. Good, pretty nice, pretty good. Shall we do Apple Corner? Okay, uh, welcome to a new edition of Apple Corner. Uh, with me today, I've got our regular expert, Steve. Steve, welcome. Thank you very much. So, what's new in Apple Corner? Well, I'll tell you what's new in Apple Corner. Lots. When we initially talked about it, I think it was uh, the glasses. Um, we, we, I, I had a good look at the desk. That's right. And uh, thanks. That's okay. That's it. Keep the energy high. Come on, guys. Energy. <laughs> um, I couldn't recognise... What was beneath the monitor? You were really struggling, Steve, wouldn't you? Tell us how you overcame your challenges. <laughs> um, uh, it, it just didn't look like any desktop machine I'd ever seen. A mystery machine. A mystery machine, indeed. Um, and that that led me to uh, to think that perhaps what Jerry was running was like a, a tower computer, and it was probably under the desk. But I couldn't see anything under the desk. So, what was under the desk was a mystery to you. It was a mystery, yeah. And uh, it, did it, you unravel this enigma? I did. I did okay. indeed. Okay, do you want to tell us about it? So, I, so I, I, figured, I, I figured out everything except the computer unit. So, I knew what the display was, I knew what the keyboard and mouse was, I knew, I knew exactly what it was and how much it cost. What I couldn't do was figure out what the computer was, and I had to dig around quite a bit around um, anything that Apple manufactured in 1992 and 1993. Okay. So you had to do a little bit of detective work, a little bit like Batman. A little bit like Batman. Uh, Yeah. um, I went on a stakeout. That's great, mate. (laughs) And uh, went into a time machine and um, (laughs) and looked at some old computers in a department store. It's very bad etiquette for the guests to... To mock and mimic the host. <laughs> I'm sure I'm getting more Alan Wicker as this goes on, you know. I get used to it. Right, okay. so um, he's got a laptop. Oh! 
A laptop. Yeah, he's got a laptop. A and, docking station. And a docking station. Oh my god! So what's underneath the display is a docking Mind station. Mind blown. Exactly. Jerry's definitely moved up in the world. Let's say that because um, that... until his accountant takes all his money. In the next show, he will have an abacus. <laughs> yeah, very much, very much so. And uh, a slate and uh, some chalk. Um, he's got um, a PowerBook Duo. A PowerBook a power Duo, a you power say? A PowerBook Duo, yeah. And given the fact uh, of, of when the season was recorded and everything, um, I'm reckoning he probably got, the model which was uh, launched in October 92. So it had a grayscale screen. Grayscale? A grayscale screen. Where a skeletal lives. That's, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm glad you're having fun with this. Oh, yes. But but I think within the year, um, the colour models came out. And I, I think Jerry is probably the guy who likes to be on the cutting edge. Do you like a colour model? Sure, I do. Yeah, yeah don't I'm, we all? I, I'm a bit partial to the colour. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like th- that setup remains the same for a few years, but he could just change one laptop out for another, and everything else would stay the stay well, I, the same. I, but what it says is more to say. Have you? Yeah, of course I do. What it says about the character of Jerry, though, is not only is he like on the cutting edge of technology. But now he's got a laptop, he can take that with him. He can he literally work wherever he goes. Exactly. As long as there's a power source. As long as there's some source. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and he's, you know, probably carrying around some floppy drive uh, floppy disks with floppy him. Floppy disk. If you had to eat one of these laptops, what sauce would you choose, Steve? Would it be barbecue? Uh, mayonnaise, I think. Mayo! Nice with the, it's a uh, crazy choice for the laptop, Steve. And that's the end of Apple Corner, and I thank you, James, for all your sarcasm. <laughs> oh, well, that was a wonderful edition of uh, Apple <laughs> Corner. <laughs> now we don't have to talk about it for the rest of the season. Well, I, yeah, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> kind of regretting this whole thing. Anyway, yes. S- Steve, I, uh, uh, in my me persona, I'd like to thank you for all the uh, research you went into that. There was a lot of detective work went into that yes. uh, Apple Corner, and I, for one, appreciate it. Even if that other guy was a bit of a tool. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, God, he's not coming back until the next time. <laughs> um, no returning characters. Uh, uh, more to say, have you? No. Uh, okay. How about you? Do you like the episode? I yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I it's one of my uh, one of my favourites. It's funny. I talked to my wife before we record these, and I said, "Oh, we're doing a sniffing accountant." And she said, "Oh, what's that?" And I said, "You know, you know, it's feeling good all the time." Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I know that. It's, and it, <laughs> it's we're we're getting to the Seinfelds where you can. I don't think this is so true earlier on, but I think we're now in very much in the point of Seinfeld where I can tell Nicola a single big incident from right. the episode and it, it, it just tune you straight into it. You know where you are in mm-hmm. in space and time. So, yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a great episode. Um, and, I, you know, I, I've already rhapsodised about the way it just goes, yep, story done. Yeah. We done. It just it might drops. It's beautiful. Great episode. I love Good Seinfeld, stuff. Steve. I know you do. I mean, it doesn't always sound like it, but my God, I love Seinfeld. Uh, I don't know why I was doing Superman arms there either. I'm sorry, Steve. It might look like I was about to attack you, but I was just stretching my arms. That's okay. Listener, thank you for listening. Thank uh, you. We really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy your uh, your uh, unusually long episode. Always exciting when we go long. 
It is. What a gift. It is. That, well, I think Apple Corner on its own is a gift. You, got, you had free swearing at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a what a what a well bold trip it's been. The wheels really came off. That's that's right. <laughs> In uh, episode sixty seven, uh, you'll be able to tell people you were there. Thank that's you right. for thank you for listening. If, if you enjoyed it, do tell a friend. If you didn't, keep it to yourself. Uh, and until next time, I guess I'm going to say goodbye. You got ketchup on it. Oh, well done. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Oh, how do I turn this off? <laughs> <laughs>